and good morning if you're watching me live otherwise hello this is things you might have heard for today which happens to be the 10th of october 10 10 2023 my name is jake van Payne. thank you so much for being with us for the day the show the things we have going on for you here for this morning as record this is which is actually things from yesterday the best some of the best in information pop culture news and entertainment news from yesterday that you vetted as good to talk about so we're presenting for you today and folks who missed out on it for an update to get your day started or just kind of roll through your day i'm saying it a lot it's a little weird going through the sort of time space continuum as we do this live 5 50 a.m every single morning weekday mornings and then of course more people actually watch it about an hour or two hours later so it it gets kind of lost in translation it's also in a audio podcast and we have a stream that is just the, the links so if you want to get the news we're presenting to you make sure you find us at our website this is a conversation project.com if you're watching the video you're seeing the picture of sophie turner and joe jonas as they are big news today and more things going on with eight other stories from the past 30 hours or so to talk about let's get into those real quickly I want to remind you our main website is this is a conversation project.com for all details on how to get some more of this stuff basically all day every day seven days a week in various forms uh, once again we say today is the 10th of october 2023 let's get into the news stories for today and we kick it off with the top story of the morning top story from yesterday the biggest story that got the main response and that it was Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas. The headline is Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas may have settled their child custody agreement. They may have figured out how to do this. Now, all published reports are saying that uh, Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas divorce, which is essentially happened, basically done, uh, is basically trying to work out things with their daughters, um, with um, um, the daughters, um, Willa and Delphine. Here's the thing. Will and Delphine right now aren't able to travel to Miss Turner's home in uh, UK overseas because Mr. Jonas is holding on to their passports. It seems like there's sort of arrangement making sure things are happening so the strange couple can actually live on without each other and go forward. Now, the surprise divorce filing was announced in September. Uh, they're handling it pretty much as messy as anybody else who's gotten divorced or broken up this year. This has been the year of breakups and especially with kids involved. That's when things get really, really ugly. It is happening for this one here. Two beautiful people, two good-looking people having the ugliest divorce that they possibly can. Maybe an ugly story for Pink Floyd fans as they are getting a little bit tired of Roger Walters. Apparently, a big bunch of them walked off in a recent gig that Walters did with his band after he spent about an hour reading from his book. Roger Walters reportedly spent about an hour reading from his unpublished autobiography instead of singing during Sunday evening's gig at the London Palladium. Big deal, big place, not much music. He told the hecklers to F off, that's a quote, and said he would tell stories in his own time to his own audience, which meant reading um, uh, basically a manuscript as opposed to singing stuff. Many, many, many tweets went off on Mr. Water saying that he's just kind of a bad person and obviously a, a bad performer. You can go look at a lot of these things on YouTube and on Twitter as people put their clips there as well. Roger Walters getting some heat for a lot of things, particularly people paying for a concert and them getting a book reading. You might think you'd be a bit upset as well. Here's a very funny story from a very funny show called It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. The entire cast and crew, every single person, got robbed on a day of filling, filming uh, in Philly. They're filming the Mac, filming a Mac day in Philly. Now, this is while well, they were out on location uh, doing a, a set in um, 
for the show, the episode called Mac Day for season nine. Uh, they're going to shoot in a back uh, you know, location out in Philly. Literally nobody else for the show, but one person actually lives in Philly. No one else does. Um, but while they were shooting the scene, their cars were left unattended and all the cars were hit. Now, do natives in Philly uh, believe in it's always Sunday? sunny? Probably so. The biggest problem is natives in Philly have a kind of fickle response to just people in general. We don't say Philadelphians are criminals. We do say they kind of have a nasty attitude. So while uh, filming at Paramount, uh, Fairmont Park uh, over uh, a few weeks ago, every single vehicle by the crew was robbed and it was kind of a big deal. We'll see how this plays out and whether they will address it in some sense during the actual season episodes. The Black China story is getting really involved, and we've not really pushed back on it or pushed onto it. Um, once again, divorces and kids and things like that. But this is one that, because it's been sort of layered, we haven't really got into. And it's, you know, it's, it, it was not um, Hugh Jackman, but this is a big deal. Here's the headline we have as the judge is trying to figure out custody between Black China and Tiga of their kids. Um, Black China tells judge she spends five figures per month on bills has $11,000 in savings as she fights Tigger for custody. We've had a couple stories posted on the fact that Black China is selling her stuff to pay her bills. Now, her bills, to be honest, are pretty hefty bills. Uh, five figures a month to pay off your, your, your rent and your car loan and a couple of pieces of new clothing and your food bill. Sounds like a lot because it is. Her monthly expenses include $22,000 on her mortgage, $3,000 on taxes, big mortgage, $8,000 on health care costs, $5,000 on child care, $3,800 on groceries, $1,500 so for eating out, $1,400 for utilities, which is actually a big deal, $850 for cell phones, not too bad, $2,500 for clothes, and $2K on entertainment and vacations. Those are where she breaks down her actual expenses every single month. And so she's because she's not doing a bunch of stuff right now, it is a pinch and fighting for the custody is a big deal. Now, Tigger responded to, you know, looking for more money and just kind of putting a squash to this beef in the custody battle by saying he pays $40,000 a year for his son's school specifically. And he has his daughter uh, from Tuesday through Saturday. So he's got basically, uh, you know, he's got custody more times than she does. And she's paying a bunch of money. He's paying a bunch of money for the kids. So this isn't going to get, resolved anytime soon this gets uglier and uglier it sounds like it's just a ramble and a crazy because it is a crazy and kind of a ramble but if you're into celebrity divorces celebrity breakups and you just think because you know they're hip-hop folks these aren't my people this yeah these are your people this is the case you need to check out robert f kennedy jr's big announcement for yesterday that he will run for president which already is as an independent He's dropping his bid as a Democratic primary bid. So the, the thought of a primary against Joe Biden is essentially dead at this point. Marianne Williamson, yes, is still running for president as a Democrat. Um, she had less chance than RFK Jr. And so she basically has no chance to primary Joe Biden. Mr. Kennedy is now deciding that he is going to go it alone, go independent, and now start taking uh, all votes for all comers, where the question lies, who is he the bigger uh, asset to, essentially, because third-party candidates don't have a real chance. He has a fighting chance. He has a big chance of making a splash. But will Robert F. Kennedy Jr. actually be a chance to get 51% of the vote? Can he pull more electoral votes than the other three so he has a sweeping win? Can he pull this off? 
Chances are probably no, and he's not really in this to be a spoiler, so he's trying to win this. But in reality, will this help Biden or Trump more as he'll pull more votes from the left or the right as they have candidates that no one really wants to vote for? This obviously we shall see. The Nobel Economic Prize goes to Harvard's Claudia Golden for research on the workplace gender gap. Hey, did you know that people get paid differently in the workplaces? Did you know that women get paid less just in general and especially um, as wages grow and time goes on and more women are taking more prominent positions? They're not keeping up with that cost and still being paid less and not getting an increase that's even close to the gap. The gap is actually widening in some cases. Check out the link we have for this story and learn about Claudia Golden and learn about her research on workplace gender gap issues. Uh, it's very fascinating stuff. Maybe you're not a person who thinks this is an issue. Maybe you're a person who are really too involved into this issue, but it's an issue that got her a prize, Nobel Prize for Economics for 2023. Qatar in talks with Hamas and Israel to swap hostages for prisoners. Qatar is becoming the new Switzerland, apparently. Switzerland is looking at its borders and wondering if Russia is going to try to invade. Qatar is kind of open up to doing things. Now, the there's a running joke right now. What do you call people living in Qatar? Are they Qatars? Are they Qatanians? I've heard it various ways as people are talking about them. But right now, the people of Qatar, the government of Qatar, who worked the deal for Iran to actually get switch hostage and get the $6 billion, which is kind of an issue right now, are now working between Hamas and Israel to work on a swap for hostages. Now, now, Hamas is saying that there are women and children that are in Israeli custody that they want released. And that's why they are picking up their their people, women and children, hostages from Israel in the in the current conflict. Here's the kind of weird thing going about this. Many analysts believe that the hostages, that the Israeli hostages taken by Hamas, are actually worth more as human shields than as trading chips. So these talks may go nowhere for a while. But we do know that mediators from Qatar, Qatari mediators, so says my article, are working with Hamas and Israel to fix this as quickly as possible. Let's talk about Josh Gad as we walk out of this. He, uh, dealing with the issue in Israel, and we'll just call it an issue right now, says he was shamed and unfollowed by many and threatened, because it happens on the Twitter, for Israel attack sympathy. Gad wrote on Facebook's Instagram threads platform, that's a whole lot of stuff, to that people are treating the Gaza conflict like a football match, waving flags around as if they are team jerseys, and that innocent people are being shelled because terrorists decided it was best to destroy an opportunity for peace. That sounds like sound judgment because of that, and because people take things sometimes the wrong way and sometimes the right way. Josh Gad is being attacked, or says he's being attacked on the on the threads, just in general, losing followers and people just throwing bombs at him, figurative bombs for the bombs thrown out in Israel, the literal bombs, and him replying about that. Now, Gad's father lived in Israel; his mother was born um, a Holocaust survivors in Germany, so he is this of this persuasion. He has this in his blood, and he, if anybody has something to say about this, he can, and he did. Now, what he said. Have a lot of people kind of cheesed off. We'll see if he can recover from this and what's going on. He's not doing a lot of good stuff these days, to be honest. He's in a lot of trouble and in a lot of conflict in his life uh, for words he's saying. Maybe um, he can right the ship and move forward with this one. Let's take a quick trip for apologies, errors, and omissions. We are not talking about this story, which we posted 
essentially for the weekend. So it's basically a, a Sunday story going into it. And this is one that I really wanted to get to and didn't really have the space for. And the headline reads, 50 Cent isn't a fan of Diddy's parties because of his hugs. Diddy apparently has a hug where he hugs you in the front and hugs you in the back at the same time. A little weird, a little creepy. Uh, 50 doesn't show up to Diddy's party because he does this little hug thing. And he's like, nah, man, I'm 50 Cent. I'm, I'm good with that. Find it. We posted it from the complex. It was a, a link from an article that he's not going to do these parties because of hugs. It really is a kind of a interesting and funny, but there's a point to the article. Look for it. Check it out in the links prior, if you will. We're going to talk right now about our teaser story for the morning. And the teaser story is where we get a chance to explain how the feeds on the conversation project work. The feeds literally feed us the information that you tell us to talk about for stories. Five days a week, Monday through Friday, for the, the things you might have heard, and gives us the fuel for our weekends, things you might, uh, or the weekly wrap up for the weekend. And obviously, we look at the we look at the feeds, look at the response and engagement, and those are some of the things we use to pick the stories we pull from uh, for our quick hits inside the videos going forward. Uh, you go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter or X, facebook.com slash this is a conversation project, and twitter.com or x.com slash th underscore conversation that is th underscore conversation words not working so well this morning engage in the stories just click on them to like love hate share make sure you're reading up so you're keeping up with things this is as you're keeping up with your other things on your feeds every 50 minutes or so we post a new news headline from various different sources as you give it engagement scores we check it in the morning and the higher the scores better chance we have to talk about it this morning we're giving you eight stories from the top 15 stories of the morning and the bonus one the errors and omissions one was one we couldn't get to technically a ninth story but it was also in the feed and pretty cool that we want to bring up as a quick mention it's all there can we talk about this story tomorrow i'm asking you because you have to tell me your response will tell me on this sag after talks to resume on wednesday Will we talk about the talks resuming on Wednesday since it will be Wednesday and there won't be anything to really talk about when I record this Wednesday morning other than the fact that there may have some ideas on how they're going to approach things. You can't break up a strike if you're not talking to each other. You can't get back together after a breakup if you don't talk to each other. And since the actors and the producers, that those being the actual people who produce stuff, not the producers that type things and run shows, aren't talking, there's not much going on. Will we talk about the fact that they'll be talking again tomorrow, tomorrow? Follow us on the feeds and let me know what shows, what what stories you're talking about and what shows may be in the stories there as well. We're going to chat about today's sponsor, which means more talk about me and Mastering Your Money, my new book out on Amazon uh, as of about three weeks ago or so. Mastering Your Money is a way to finally get a hold of and get a handle on the things you need to worry about the most, and that is probably your cash. And your cash is uh, so intricate to everything you do. Not having enough money is a big deal. Having too much money can be a big deal, and not knowing how to teach your family, teach your friends, teach your loved ones, teach your children how to manage their money so they're not messing up your money is important. This is a book of very simple tips, very simple ideas to follow. And as a person who is really bad with money, uh, these are basically all the things I had to do the research for to figure out what was the best way for myself to proceed. As I said yesterday, this is inspired a bit, a, a lot, in fact, uh, by my wife, Christina McKay, who has been always great with money and keeps our finances sort of in order as I throw money at, you know, internet talk shows, things like that. However, 
this is something as a part of my other side gig, other part of my, my business action as a business coach, a, a business consultant, um, getting your money in order as a business also helps get your money order as a personal level order, makes it easier for you to do business. Check out my book, Master Your Mastery, uh, $10 uh, for, the, uh, for the paperback and $5 for the Kindle version. It's on Amazon. Follow the links to it today. Conversation Project lives at this is a conversationproject.com. Our home allows you to see links to our feeds, uh, links to uh, where we are online at various places, Facebook, uh, Instagram. We're on Instagram as well. Not there as much because the links don't work, but they were there as well. Uh, Twitter, X, uh, Facebook. I said it three times. YouTube, uh, TikTok, places like that. You can follow, find us where we are, find our different forms. Our final form is, you know, big spiky hair thing with glowing things. That's a um, Dragon Ball Z reference. Uh, but our, we have this video. We have some audio. We have links that you can just read. All that stuff is online at our website. You can also just email us at theconversationinbox at gmail.com. Theconversationinbox at gmail.com. What suggestions, things we can do better, things you should do less of. And, of course, follow us on the feeds. Those last two things, basically free. Do those anytime you need to, and that gives us the words to talk about and some things to work on, plus the other things as well. What will cost you a little but will mean a lot is going to our partnerships page and seeing if there's ways we can partner up together to work for doing better things like this. We thank you in advance for all your help, all your hard work, everything you offer us, whether it is monetary, whether it's going to our sponsors, or whether it's just telling me to you know put on a shirt because I've got a lot of that, and that's why I'm back to putting on shirts. If you don't understand that, go back a few months and you will you will see and get that. Watch the videos, though it gets a bit painful. The second show, the fun stuff, is what we do after we're done with the news, which is what most people are here for, and the business stuff, which is us explaining how it works, giving us a sponsor, and you know hyping ourselves up. And the fun stuff is preparing itself to begin right now. The fun stuff begins every single weekday morning with birthdays, and this October the 10th is no exception. Now, you're seeing this picture in the, the, the teaser graphic of this beautiful woman staring at the mirror on you know at herself and thinking about having a day of the case of Mondays. We'll explain why this woman is looking in the mirror and thinking about Mondays in just a bit, but let's get into the birthdays, shall we? Our birthdays for this morning uh, kick off with Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, who's not doing very much these days, but running California. That's kind of big, I guess. And maybe thinking about running for president in the next election and floating around with that and debating Ron DeSantis for some reason and holding off all sort of uh, answers to the fact he's not going to primary Joe Biden. Because he says he's not going to primary Joe Biden. Gavin Newsom um, running California, doing his things, looking really shiny. Great skin, Gavin Newsom. 56 years old on the day. Former NFL quarterback Brett Farva, who is out there, um, you know, made the playbook, essentially made the actual uh, playbook, made a transition for Aaron Rodgers to follow as Brett Favre started off. Uh, technically, he started off with Atlanta, but that was a whole other story. Played for Green Bay. Played for the uh, the Jets, New York Jets, and played for the Minnesota Vikings. And so now Aaron Rodgers has played for Green Bay. He's in, at the Jets, although he's not playing. Next stop, probably Minnesota. Brett Favre, 54 years old today, being sued for stealing money from Mississippi, which is sad. But we'll see how that works out. Technically not being sued, but that's a whole another ball of wax we'll get into next time we have updates on that story. The big 5-0 for Mario Lopez. Uh, Slater. 
from Saved by the Bell, um, A.C. Slater, and of course, um, the big Latin star and star of, um, I forget which um, TV news and entertainment magazines was. I think it's Extra. Uh, um, it's either extra or entertainment tonight. There's only basically two that, that really matter. So it's one of those two. And I watch neither. <coughs> Coughing fit happening. Hydration break. Happy birthday going out to Mario Lopez. Turning 50 years old on the day for Mr. AC Slater. Mr. Muscles probably calling um, Elizabeth Berkeley mama today and doing what he does best. Smiling. He has a great smile. Our history lesson for it this morning goes back to 1892 for the start. So on this 10th day in the 10th month, back in 1892, Earl Dickerson, Earl Dixon, I'm sorry, was born. Put some respect on his name because he invented Band-Aids for his wife. She had frequent kitchen accidents, cutting or burning herself. He worked on a for a buyer for Johnson & Johnson and soon became they became the manufacturer of Band-Aids. Essentially, he was working for Johnson Johnson, told his bosses, yo, I made this thing, and they said, yo, we're going to sell that thing, and the rest is story. There it is, you know, the rest of the story. Not quite, but, you know, it worked out that way. In 1979, a kind of a leap forward, Wayne Gretzky played his first National Hockey League game and scored the first of his NHL record 1,962 assists for the visiting Edmonton Oilers against the Chicago Blackhawks. And I think he worked out fairly well with that career. And in 2006, Google announced it was buying YouTube for $1.65 billion. YouTube was just this fledging thing back and forth before I started trying to use it to make money. Well, before I started to use it to make money, it was a place, a new experiment in the wild, wild west of the internet where people were uploading things, random things, and they were literally random things going up there. There was no shows, was no formats, there was no really big deal other than just sort of a depository of stuff on YouTube. Of course, um, almost 20 years later, it's a whole new ball game and it's a big time business. And it was worth $1.65 billion back then. The valuation of it on its own right now is, you know, mind boggling. On this October 10th, 2023, we're celebrating Hug a Kevin Day. And why will we celebrate Hug a Kevin Day? Well, there are myriad reasons to actually celebrate. I'm going to give you three right now because they're big. One, it's a fun way to show appreciation. So giving someone a hug is a great way to say thank you. And hugging a Kevin shows that you appreciate the Kevins in your life. It also brings people together because hugs are a great way to foster connection and create bonds with people. It could be family or friends, and on this day, we encourage you to hug a Kevin, showing him a little bit of open and physical affection and just getting closer to the Kevin in your life. And it promotes positive health because hugs release oxytocin, guess what, helps reduce stress and anxiety while increasing self-esteem. Plus, hugging a show to boost one's mood, hugs make you feel better. It's scientific. Science will show you that hugs feel better. We're spending a lot of time on hugging Kevin's day because hugs are good. Kevins are awesome. We're going to get a hug Kevin. I have a favorite Kevin, my man, Kevin Newsom, who I don't think I'm going to have a, a bit of time to actually physically see today, but um, I'm sending virtual hugs to my friend, Kevin and all the Kevins out there. If I've missed a Kevin, you, you get a virtual hug as well. But Kevin Newsom, uh, a great guy. Uh, he is uh, my friend, a co-worker and one of the best real estate agents in the metro uh, helped us get our house, which you know, tornado, blah, blah, blah. Uh, hug a Kevin day. Celebrate your day this day, this 10th of October day by hugging someone, preferably somebody named Kevin. But hey, extra hugs are are 
no big deal. They're free. For hugs cost you nothing. So extra hug to other people are awesome. And finally, one more thing you might not have heard for today. Have you ever felt like some days you just look better than others? Women over the age of 18 revealed, that should be a survey. I've been going to sum up for what that was, so it took me a second to, to process that if you're reading it. A survey of women over the age of 18 revealed that what, when, whether they live in cities or rural areas, and despite their ages, women feel their best attractiveness. They feel they look best on Mondays, late at night, and early in the morning. Those are the time frames. Women feel the best about their appearance uh, for a mere three hours a day, about between the hours of noon and 3 p.m. And this is normally on a Monday. So somewhere on Monday afternoons in the early parts, a woman thinks, I'm looking pretty hot. They go to the bathroom, they check their hair, check their makeup, look at their dress like I'm pretty fly, and go for the rest of the day until that wears off and they go home and basically crash. But Mondays, late at night, I guess that's sort of like party time, and early in the morning, as they're preparing, are the best times they think they look the best and with that we're wrapping up the second show and the whole show for tuesday october the 10th 2023 this has been things you might have heard for this day i am jay cliffin Payne. i thank you as i do every day for being a part of the show and putting the words the literal words in my mouth for speaking you do that by following us on our feeds at facebook and twitter and telling us by your engagement in the stories we post every 50 minutes what it is we're talking about. We take those stories and we curate them for a good story for you. We want you to also email us at the conversation inbox at gmail.com. Tell us what we can do better or not as bad. And stop by our partnerships page at our website and see if there's a way we can hook up to work better together. Stay limber, stay hydrated and on task for all the grand things you are here to do on this planet. Whether you join me live at 5.50 a.m. for the live recording or the video replays, the audio replay, or just getting us from the email newsletter. We always thank you. We cannot do this without you as a part of the show. So with that, we have stories already in the kitty and we explain how the feeds work. So get to work, catch up on it, check up on us um, and see what we can do to do more stuff for you, getting the right news for you. And these are the news stories that you tell us are the right ones. It's that simple. Thank you so much. Let's do this again on a Wednesday edition.